Hi, and welcome to Your Selling Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kirk, aka Your Selling Guide. I'm a small town girl who took a big risk and quit a steady corporate desk job to travel the US in an RV. Along the way, I started selling on Amazon, grew a seven figure business, visited all the lower 48 states, bought a farm, and today I am still doing what I love to do selling on Amazon while helping other sellers do it too. Each week, I will share Amazon tips and tricks and bring in guests to share their stories, expertise, and tips on the platforms that they use. Think of this as a sit down with your Amazon bestie where you can learn, ask, start, and grow your online selling business. Welcome to Your Selling Pod. Happy New Year and welcome back to Your Selling Podcast. I am super excited for 2024. On the podcast, we are going to be bringing you tons of great guests, and I do mean that you may be one of them. So if you want to be on the podcast, as always, please reach out to me at podcast at yoursellingguide.com or check your DMs on Instagram because I may be reaching out to you to be a guest. If you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere you're streaming your podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and most of all, tell your friends about it because that is how I'm going to hopefully grow and help more of you selling on Amazon or in any selling platform that you do. This week's podcast is an annual not so fun podcast talking all about income tax and the reports that you will pull from Amazon. So I'm not really digging into the income tax filing necessarily because shocker, I am not a legal or tax professional, even though I have my L Woods outfit on today. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I've got a pink sweater and my glasses, but I'm not a tax professional, but I am telling you what reports you're going to need to pull to either give to your tax professional or to do your taxes yourself, which is highly possible. So I'll get into all that, but this is the annual not great who likes to pay taxes, right? So anyways, I'm only talking about income tax. I am not talking about sales tax, which is a totally different beast. And I have some blog posts on yoursellingguide.com that walk you through it, but it varies by state. So I don't really ever give sales tax advice at all because I, again, am not a professional and it also varies. Every state is different. But if you want to know what reports to pull for your income tax, this is the podcast for you. So save this podcast and come back to it as you need to pull these reports. I am timestamping the show notes so that you'll have all of the um, timestamps of what report I'm talking about. Now, as far as filing your income taxes, so I have used TurboTax for basically my whole tax paying life until the last three years. I've now have a bookkeeper and an accountant and they do my taxes and all the numbers for me. But if you have in the past been filing your own taxes, there's no reason that you can't also file your taxes now that you're an Amazon seller. All you're really doing, and I'm only speaking about TurboTax because that's what I used and I know they got in a little bit of trouble or there's some kind of lawsuits, something around that, but they're still around. So if you use them or whatever you use, if you've done your income taxes yourself for you, your family, whatever in the past, there's no reason you can't also with Amazon, you're really just adding another like 1099 or job um, in TurboTax when it did it, it's like you're self-employed and then you like add in that job and then all the expenses that come with it. So I liked TurboTax personally, just because it was like basically walking me through asking me all the different questions to help me file my return. So I liked it. And in the first year I did it, I actually paid a little bit more to have a professional from TurboTax look over all my numbers and make sure I did everything right. And she said, yes, I did. So it was like a good peace of mind. I do recommend getting an accountant or a bookkeeper when your business um, reaches 
the ability to pay for it or just is really helpful for you. I know for me, I hate all the numbers and all that kind of backend stuff. I could learn it, but I don't want to and I don't have the time to. So I pay somebody who knows what they're doing to do it. So it's been a huge benefit to my business. But don't think that you need it right out the gate. If you're using a software like QuickBooks or there's Wave Accounting, which is a free software, you can do it yourself. I know Inventory Lab, you can track expenses there too if you have Inventory Lab. It's not as scary as it seems. I think it's just because we don't know, like, they didn't train us for this in high school, right? We don't know what we're doing as far as taxes. So it just seems a little scarier than it actually is. But it is pretty easy. Now, if you followed me on YouTube, on my regular channel, Nikki Kirk, I do this video every year and it'll come out uh, there a couple weeks from now. Basically, last year when I did this video, the IRS was supposed to do one thing and then they changed it. So as far as 1099, I'm not going to get into all the confusion and the back and forth that the IRS has been doing. I'm just going to tell you what it is as of today that the IRS said for the tax year 2023 if you did on Amazon or any selling platform, so if you sell on eBay and you get paid through PayPal, then PayPal's the one who's going to issue you your 1099. But on any platform that processed payments, because that's what this 1099K is, it is a processing like any kind of thing that processed the payment through. So Amazon processes payments, right? They take the payments for us. PayPal takes payments. So if you have affiliates, so I have affiliate partners, they pay me through PayPal. So I get a 1099 from PayPal because those payments process through. If on Amazon, you did over $20,000 in gross sales or 200 individual transactions, so 200 different orders, then you would get a 1099K from Amazon. If you did not meet that threshold, don't worry. The 1099 is like nice to have as far as doing your taxes, but you don't need it because there's another report that I'm going to tell you about that you should pull. Everyone should pull it that has the same numbers that you're going to need for your taxes. So to get your 1099 in Amazon, it's not going to be there for a couple more weeks. It usually shows up like the third or fourth week of January towards the end of January. You're just going to go to reports and your tax document library, and it will be right there. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube at Your Selling Podcast, then I am showing you what mine looks like on the back end. So it is just a simple report literally right there when you log in so you can see all my years. And one example of why you 1099 is not the end all be all is that Amazon actually issued me two in 2020. And one of them was missing three months and I sold all the months of 2020 and it said no money at all. And when I emailed Amazon about it, they were like, yeah, sorry, no. I didn't use my 1099 to file my taxes because I know all the money I've been getting and going out. And so the 1099 is like, it's more on Amazon's part that they're telling the IRS that, hey, this person should owe you some money for this. It doesn't mean like that you, that's like literal, it's not literal, I guess. I, again, not a tax professional, but when it was incorrect, I had to still do everything that I sold, not just what Amazon told the IRS. Okay, the second report you should pull after the 1099, which you may or may not have, depending on your sales volume on Amazon, is called the report. Report repository now, payment repository report, something like that. In your account, you're going to go to payments and then report repository. And in there, you will pull the following report. Now, before I get into all that, what this report is, is it's going to tell you everything, all the money Amazon has sent you out, plus all the money you paid to Amazon in commissions and shipping and all the different fees that we pay Amazon for to sell on Amazon. You're going to see all of that there. 
it's a one page little thing. It is a PDF that you download, you give it to your accountant or you use it for your own. When you're doing your taxes, it's going to like literally you'll line item. I paid this in commissions. I paid this in shipping, like all the different fees that you have as a business, all those expenses, those are tax write offs. So you want to make sure you're taking them. So again, you go to your uh, seller central dashboard, you go to payments and then report repository. You can also find this if you go to reports and then payments, like there's multiple ways to get to it there. There's a tab at the top that says reports repository, but the shortcut is payments report repository. Now it's probably already auto filled with this, but just in case it's not that first option, you want it to be all unified reports is what it says. So you want to make sure that's checked. And then you want to go to the summary under account type. Then you want to do custom date range, and then you'll do the first of the year to the 31st of the year. So you could run report, you know, every month if you want to, you can run it right now, but you want to make sure from January 1st to December 31st, then you're going to hit request report and it will download. It might take a little bit to like refresh and download, but it will be there for you. And when you open it again, it's going to be this PDF. Here is what mine looks like. Of course, it's all blocked out, but yeah, then you can see there what it looks like. You can see all of the different things on there. So if you're um, listening to this, I'll just briefly go through them. But if you're watching on YouTube, then you're looking at it. So it's got expenses, seller fulfilled, selling fees, all your FBA fees, re refunds on the orders, your transaction fees, return fees, uh, shipping labels purchased, shipping labels refunded. And then it says all the tax collected. Now, since Amazon's collecting my sales tax, I don't, it zeroes out. It's like debts and credits are they equal zero so that's not really important then it tells you every all the money that's transferred to your bank account as well as all of the sales things now uh, some people freak out if the 1099 doesn't match this i have almost never had them match and they don't need to match so your 1099 does not need to match this accounts uh re repository report repository of all the payments Q4 is here. It is the best time of the year as an Amazon seller. But if you don't know what's going on with your profits, your money, your business, do you really know if that business and product is making any money? This is why I love Sellerboard and why I've partnered with them on the Your Selling Podcast. Sellerboard truly is the best way for an Amazon seller to see their true business, how much profit you're making on a product, and better yet, why I love it. It forecasts out your total sales for the month and you can see by quarter, by month, or by the entire year, how much money your items are making you. We all know different things come up in Amazon business from returns to various Amazon fees. All of it is broken down in Sellerboard because like I've said, if you don't know your business numbers, you don't know what's going on. And as new small business owners, we often, that's the area that gets fallen behind because we truly don't totally understand it. So why not use this software to fully understand what's going on? Sellerboard is offering my listeners two months free, no credit card required. All you gotta do is head to yoursellingguide.com slash sellerboardprofit and sign up. Again, you just log into your Amazon account in Sellerboard and everything is pulled over, including all your past items you've ever had. Enter in your cost of goods and finally you will see the true profit picture of what's going on in your business. Again, try it two months free at yoursellingguide.com slash sellerboardprofit and really understand your business this Q4. Another report you should pull if you haven't already. Now you don't necessarily need to pull this report. I 
don't have to pull it anymore. But when I did my own taxes, I did. So I'm not sure if your accountant asks for it, then you can go ahead and pull it. What this report is basically telling you, it's your inventory or valuation, how much inventory cost of goods you have on hand at the end of the year. Since I don't do my own taxes, basically when I started filing as an S-Corp, I no longer did my own taxes. I had an accountant at that point. But before that, I was just a single member LLC. And so TurboTax, when I was doing my own taxes, it was asking me for this number. So then I had to pull the report to get it. So it wants to know basically the start of the year, how much inventory you had for cost of goods, and then the end of the year. Again, you may or may not need this report. If you do need it, here is how you pull it. You want to go to your reports and then fulfillment, click on fulfillment. Then in inventory on the top section on the left, there's an inventory ledger report right there. It's like the first or second one now. Click on the second tab for download. And then you want the summary view. So I did it for the whole country, not by fulfillment center, because I want all of my inventory, not just whatever's in each fulfillment center. The time period you want it is daily because you only need what was on hand as of December 31st. And then in the date range, click exact dates. And again, pick December 31st. And then you can request it as a CSV or TXT file. Because I have a Mac and I use Google Sheets, I don't like numbers. Um, I always download it as a TXT and then just copy that whole thing, paste it in a new Google Sheet, and there you go. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you'll be able to see this on your screen. But for everyone listening, I'll try to break it down. But this is basically what the report looks like. It's got the FN SKU. It's got my SKU I made, which is important because you need to know how much you paid for the item, your cost of goods. And then it has the ASIN in the title, which I've hidden in the video. It tells you um, basically where all your inventory is at. So how much you had started in the warehouse. What you really want is this last column, which for me is column S, ending warehouse balance. So you can go through and hide the rest of the columns. And then what I do is I will add a new column called cost of goods. And now I have my SKU. So my end SKU, this item, I got it at Marshall's for $2.99. And I can see that right in my SKU because of how I created them. Then you'd make another column that says total cost of goods. And all I'm going to do is the cost of goods, $2.99 times how many I have on hand, three. And now I know I've got $8.97 as cost of goods for that. You just go down the sheet doing all of that. And then you'll get a total for your cost of goods on hand in the warehouse as of December 31st, which is what you need possibly for your taxes. Now, you're going to want to track all expenses because just what Amazon says is not everything, right? We have other costs outside of that, like our software. If you're in the old Bolo group, then you have a Bolo group cost. If you're paying for trainings, courses, whatever you're paying for for your business is a tax deductible, deductible write-off. So you want to be sure you're taking it. I use QuickBooks now, and actually my new bookkeeper says she won't even take on clients who don't use QuickBooks. So that might be something to consider if down the road you want to hire a bookkeeper. Most of them use QuickBooks and no QuickBooks. And so it might be hard if you use Wave Accounting, one of the free ones, to get a uh, switch bookkeeper, or you might need to switch at some point. But anyways, just so you know. But QuickBooks, um, it 
ties into all of my business credit cards, right? And my business bank account. So every single thing I'm purchasing is going into QuickBooks, which helps you do your taxes because now you have all the different expenses broken out there and will really help you in doing your own taxes. Or especially if you have an accountant, they will want those reports from QuickBooks. The other thing you want to make sure you are writing off on your taxes is your mileage. That really, really adds up, especially if you have to drive a little bit to get anywhere to source. So Mile IQ is one of the best ones, I think. It's what I used this year or last year, 2023. I bought a car with my business. So my business owns a car now. So I'm doing the whole vehicle or whatever deduction. So everything I pay when I buy gas, when I need an oil change, all that stuff, the business is paying for everything is tax deductible. So I no longer am doing mileage. But when I was doing mileage, I was using Mile IQ. Why I love Mile IQ is because you don't ever have to really do anything. It's always running in the background. It's tracking every drive you take. When you have time or after you go sourcing or maybe once a week, you just go through and you say, okay, Monday I didn't do anything for work. So that was all personal drives. Tuesday I went sourcing. That's all those drives. You just flip, 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 uh, left or right, personal or business drive. You can also have tax deduction for medical appointments. So if you're driving um, any, if you have dependents you're driving that are for medical or your own doctor's appointments, you can get a tax deduction on that mileage. If you volunteer, Mile IQ does all of that. There's different tax rates for what it was. So you just filter it like this was a medical appointment or this was a volunteering thing. And then you'll have the different rates, but then you get a whole little spreadsheet that you can give your accountant or use on your own mileage if you're doing your own taxes. So I think Everlance is another one. There's a lot of different ones out there. For me, again, I'm like, I like things simple and that I don't have to think about. So my IQ was perfect because it literally tracked all of my drives. It even tracks your plane trips. So then I just have to like say public transit or just delete the whole drive when it thinks I'm driving real fast from Oklahoma to Florida. Hopefully this podcast episode has helped you to know how to pull those reports. You can pull them pretty much anytime you want to. Um, so at any point that you do your taxes, I like to get the taxes done as early as possible, both to know how much I owe and to just have it out of the way and done with because it is a lot of stress even when you have an accountant doing it for you. Coming up this month, I have CPA Mark II. He's you might know him on YouTube as Not Your Dad's CPA. He's going to be here talking all things income tax because, again, not a professional, but I like to talk to the professionals. So if you have any questions, drop them in the comments and I'll be sure to ask. If you want to join me in the Retail Arbitrage Bolo group this year, it is open year round and we have added in live hangouts. So coming up in January, there's going to be a Zoom hangout where you can meet the other members of the group, ask questions, hear about Bolos and just grow your Amazon community. You can join that at yoursellingguide.com slash Bolo to learn more or sign up. I can't wait to see you there in the group. Again, thank you so much for following, subscribing, and telling a friend about the podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. I'm excited to have a lot of guests on this year. So please reach out to me, podcast at yoursellingguide.com. It's my inbox. It comes right to me. And I will chat with you and get you scheduled to come on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next week, happy sourcing. <laughs>